This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Lighthouse Faith Podcast, where we are moving forward in truth and love. I'm Lauren Green, Chief Religion Correspondent for Fox News Channel and author of the book, Lighthouse Faith. You know, there are wars, Russia invades Ukraine, and rumors of wars as fears about Iran creating nuclear weapons increase. Even Pope Francis believes we are in the middle of World War III. Now, a few weeks ago, there was a massive flooding, Pakistan seeing record amounts of rain exceeding even monsoons before. Um, and then, of course, plagues, the pandemic that took millions of lives and dramatically changed the way we live. Now, monkeypox looms and another crisis is RSV. There is also increased persecution of Christians. Open Doors USA says that Christianity is the most persecuted religion on the globe today. So all of this begs the question, is the apocalypse close? Are we living in the end times uh, that the Bible predicts will bring about the return of Jesus Christ? In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus has what seems to be a rather cryptic discussion with the apostles about the signs of the times. And here's just a snippet. Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but then the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All of these are the beginning of birth pains. Um, Then a few verses later, Um, talking about the actual, and he says, about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the sons, but only the Father. Yeah. Well, Dr. Michael Youssef, as you can hear him about, is founder of the Leading the Way Ministry, has a new book exploring these verses in Matthew 24 and 25, about whether Mm. the signs of the times, you know, can really tell us if we are close to the end. It's called, Is the End Near? And he's uh, joining us now. Welcome, Dr. Youssef. Oh, Lauren, what a delight to be with you. Thank you so much. And I really uh, cherish and value our friendship through the years. And thank you for having me. Well, it is a pleasure and a blessing to have you here because you were just a wealth of information and knowledge and biblical knowledge. And, uh, well, first of all, you know, one of the things that always gets me when I hear things that say, you know, is the end near? Because Mm. Jesus clearly says that no one really knows. So why write a book about it? Well, write a book about what he said. That's not what I think. <laughs> because, you see, I, I, this year, uh, 2022, I celebrated 50 years of preaching. Mm. I started preaching in Sydney, Australia uh, in 1972, mm. uh, February 72 to be exact, uh, in a small church there for a while and then um, in a bigger church later. But and then came to the United States. So I've been preaching for 50 years. For, I, I really have not been known as an end-time preacher. Mm-hmm. preacher no, because of course not. Some who are, and that's fine, and I respect all that. I've always exposed, I did expository of the Scripture, and I didn't want to get 
a verse from here and a verse from here and build up some sort of a scatological theory. But when I, when I really got into studying what Jesus said in those two chapters you mentioned, 24 and 25 of Matthew, mm -hmm. I began to really focus and study and read the history of interpretation of it, and I just really delved into it deep. I realized that what our Lord is saying, that yes, these wars and rumors of wars, these earthquakes, and all of these things have been with us, and they have been for a long time. Right, people right. Said, you know, they've been happening and they happen again. But then you read, and he said, the, he said the beginning of the labor pains. <laughs> mm. And and then he goes on to talk about, you know, it's like a, a woman and child, giving a, a childbirth. And, you know, we have uh, two daughters and two daughters-in-law, 11 grandchildren. <laughs> and, and we all know what it's like, you know, and I used to tell my sons, you know, I said, guys, you know, when they're two two hours apart, don't put it off. Just go to the hospital. Right. <laughs> and so, in the sense, our Lord is saying, "Look, these things have always been there, but when you see them coming in closer and closer intervals mm. and severity, then you know that the labor pains are now in the increase, and and, and it's, it, the indication is that the baby is about to be born." So. All of those false labor pains or uh, beginning of labor pains have now come to the point we're seeing this culmination of everything, all the six things that our Lord said in Matthew 24 mm -hmm. as the signs. Because remember the disciples, he, he, the, those two chapters are the longest answer to any question. Mm -hmm. And our Lord was asked two questions by his disciples because he already told them that the temple is going to be destroyed. And and so they and it was across, and it was yes well they walk across the Kidron Valley looking back at the temple which is unthinkable those are huge and you've been there and I've been there so it's it's yeah. a, the the stones are massive oh yeah and, and they're the, like five hundred tons or something like that yeah yeah and the disciples couldn't even fathom how did this be uh, not one stone on top of another so they were asking him a question so when will that happen that you told us about. And then what are the signs of your returning? So he's answering two questions. That's why you have on that day and on those days. And and he answering both questions for the disciples. And he said, you know, on the day of, of which happened in 70 AD with precision, that the the Romans literally raised the the temple to the ground, and there are no two stones on top of each other. And fulfilled. And he said, you know, when that happens, you know, head for the mountains and don't even take stuff with you, just run. And, yeah. and he gives advice what to do. He said, now, as far as that day, talking about the day of his return, and you just aptly read from the scripture, those are the passages he talks about, rumors of war, so but he said, you know, false labor pains, and then going to come real labor pains. And I've counted them, try to go really not systematize what our Lord is saying, but he gives us six of those labor pains. And as I looked as a trained sociologist and uh, cultural anthropologist, I looked at our world, the globe. Mm -hmm. You know, in the past, uh, most people, uh, you know, looked at Europe and America, and then they made predictions. Uh, 
uh, during World War II, for example, they said, oh, is Hitler the Antichrist? And right, right. Mussolini is the Antichrist. And then we got into the uh, Cold War and they said, oh, is Henry Kissinger the Antichrist? <laughs> <laughs> And, and then some people really were convinced that it's Mikhail Gorbachev because of the sun on his forehead. Right, right. That, that was his. And, and those are ludicrous things to even say. But nonetheless, people kind of bought into it. And, but when you listen carefully to what Jesus said, <clears throat> and he said, here, here are the six signs that you see growing in intensity and closer in intervals. It's like a labor pain when they're five minutes apart, <coughs> you better be at the mm-hmm. <laughs> delivery room. And so uh, all the earthquakes, I mean, they're literally almost one every day if right, you follow right. the news. But there's there's and also, then, I, I, the, but it, ahead, like, yeah. I mean, there's the idea, I mean, here you've got, one of the things that has exacerbated a lot of the events in this in in our in our world today is social media that we know about things mm-hmm. because every you know it's global now we you know there can be an earthquake you know 100 years ago or 200 years ago there could have been an earthquake a massive earthquake and we wouldn't know about it or at least right. it wouldn't be part of daily news until much later we didn't care about it because it was you know across the globe today we hear sure. about it you know minutes after it happens yeah. Um, so, you know, it has social media sort of created this environment where we actually look at what's happening in the world and then think and be- and assume that things are happening closer together. But that's part of God's plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is God's. There is so many things in the book of Revelation, for example, of Revelation 18, that I could not have understood even 30 years ago, let alone uh, 50 years ago, where he talks about. That the, the world merchants, he's talking globally. It's not just one place or the other. It's America or England, and we judge the mm-hmm. whole world by that. Most, most mono-ethnic people kind of so whatever happens in America, that's really well. no. It's global, and and and, and the Revelation eighteen it says world's merchants. That's a businessman all over the globe, mm-hmm. and, and and that would not have made a lot of sense a few years ago. But now, yeah, I mean, you get a hiccup in in Bangkok, and the and the world market collapses uh, literally around the world. Oh yeah, right, right. So that is part of it. It's part of God's plan. Is that we we have that knowledge? He said there'll be an increase in knowledge. So we have that knowledge of what's going on, so we can see, and then we look at the signs and we see what is happening. I said, okay, this is all part of God's God's plan. For the believers, see, for the non-believers, the ones who don't really want to believe in Jesus, which is that's their prerogative. They, you know, he said to them, it's going to be like a thief in the night. It's going to be such a surprise, a, a shock. They will be startled. But for the believers, he said, this is like a labor pain. So for us who know Jesus and love Jesus, we look at the labor pains and see them coming quickly. And all six of them are in place right now, and they're happening fast and quickly through social media, through television, through all the other stuff. But that's the only way I think we could have known that these things are happening, Mm -hmm. and therefore we believe what Jesus said and was fulfilled in 70 AD, what he said about what's going to happen now will be fulfilled maybe in our lifetimes. What does, you're talking about the six things, and I think yep. I talked about it in the past, but what are the six things, and how do you see them playing out today? Sure. 
Well, rumor, wars and rumors of wars is one thing, and then the earthquakes is another. Then the signs in the in the sky. I mean, you, you talk about the asteroids that I've been reading about this, and we we we're bracing for one to supposedly be on its way, and it's the size and how it's going to affect us and the globe and everything else. Those are the the, th- the first three. Then the other one is he said there will be a, a turning away from the faith. Mm. People will be departing from the the love of many will grow cold. That is certainly happening today. I mean, you talk about when you look at the Pew reports and talk about the rise of the nuns, the it's in, in, yep. and UN, but the N O N E S, the people with no yep. religion. Um, yep. We've seen this rise, and the effects are chilling because you know you've got a rise in suicides, you've got a rise yep. in crime, um, a rise in you know just the killing that is out there, and it's really really quite demonic yeah exactly i i just uh, came back from sydney australia where i spoke to 3500 people at the convention center and one of the things uh, my team there were, were reporting is that while islam in australia muslims have grown by 28 and a half percent since 2016 mm-hmm. the christians the number of christians have gone down 11 percent by that same period at the same period of time and that's happening worldwide in england right now it's in the news just recently christians are the minority in england Mm. england (laughs) you just think about this england the land of the church of england and all of now christians are a minority below 50 percent wow and so it's happening worldwide here we're having pastors, mega church pastors, who are going through what they call deconstruction. They're saying, you know, we no longer believe the faith that we preached for all these years. Uh, uh, musicians, Christian musicians, uh, turning their back on the faith. So we're seeing that uh, fifth sign rampant. Uh, in fact, the Lord said, you know, it's going to be so bad that even if possible, and that's 24 24-24, even if possible, that grieves me deeply. Uh, that the even the elect, some of the elect will be misled. Oh yeah, and you can be, see that today. I mean, you can see that in yeah. in terms of you yeah. know you've got. You know, I've I've done stories about you know the the Catholic politicians like Pelosi and Biden and you know how yeah. they justify abortion even though the Catholic Church um, adamantly stands against it. Uh, they don't understand the value of the life that no. that they're no. that the you know, the church is trying to protect. Um, yeah. It's it's really very, very, very frustrating. Um, uh, continue with these 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 sure. ideas because it's just, yeah. um, and I think one of them, I want to back up just a little bit. Um, I know as I said continue, but I want to back up just a little bit because one of the things that is in, is rampant in the world today is the, you talked about individuality, you talked about the idea that, you know, Christianity is fading, is that we have the sort of, idea that uh, no religion has the truth. And that's yeah. very, very much apparent in a sort of a secular world where we're all trying to get along. And yeah. uh, the the best of that kind of scenario is someone who says, well, all religions lead to the same place. Yeah. And this is a, a real heresy. This really is not accurate. And they cannot because yeah. they are not the same. Um and would you believe? Would you believe that the latest statistics from George Barna and the Barna organization 
said 63% of so-called evangelicals now believe there are many ways to God. See, and this Why is the problem. Call themselves evangelicals? Well, this is a problem because I don't think a lot of people are taught their faith in a sense of yeah. really being taught. You know, one of the things I was listening to a sermon by Dr. Uh, Timothy Keller the other day, and, and one of the things that's very apparent when Jesus was talking to... Um, his uh, a group of people and talking about, you know, I played a dirge and you didn't warn, I played a yeah. dance and you didn't want to dance. Right. It was the idea didn't that, that yeah. you, yep. you don't want to do anything yeah. because it's not your tune. I don't yeah. want the authority of anything over me. So if you live up in a culture that says, yeah. um, well, all religions lead to the same path, that leaves you in authority. Whereas Christianity says no. The path yep. to God is through Jesus Christ, and that is it. That means the authority in your life has to be Jesus. And modern culture doesn't like that at all. No. No, yeah. with the self is replacing God. I mean, that's just basically, I, I said the fastest growing religion, really, to, to be truthful, the fastest growing religion in the world today is the worship of self. Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. And, you know, people have, have said to me years ago when, you know, do you think Obama is a Muslim? And I think about it. What difference does it make? Obama probably doesn't uh, doesn't worry about all these religions. He, you know, Obama is for Obama, <laughs> and, <you> gotta, <laughs> and this has happened with Trump and everybody else. They, that ego is is when well, once the ego replaces God, you know that 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 is really the challenge. And and you know, one of the other things that our Lord said, the last thing I was going to tell you is that. He said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to every creature, uh, ta ethna in Greek, and then the end will come as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. And 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 I'm involved, of course, in our channel uh, in Arabic is going to 195 million homes in the Arab world, and I'm involved in world evangelism, and I'm all over the world speaking because I believe that's when the gospel literally has been heard and either believed or rejected mm -hmm. uh, by every ethnic group in the world. That's really the end is close by. So that's what Jesus is saying. That's the sixth one that I, you know, that and he said the gospel. Now, we couldn't have said that, I don't know, even uh, 100 years ago. It wasn't everywhere. There were some uh, tribes and not even, uh, but now... Uh, Wycliffe uh, Bible translators are literally saying we we've translated the Bible to every known language in the world. Wow! So everybody, and, no one, no one's without excuse. Um, no, I mean, exactly. no one has exactly. an excuse. Let me, let's take a break right now on Lighthouse Faith Podcast. We'll be right back with Dr. Um, Michael Youssef, and we're going to talk about some of the scientific elements that are involved in predicting whether it, the end is near. We'll be right back. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Welcome back to Lighthouse Faith Podcast. I'm Lauren Green, and we're back with Dr. Michael Youssef and talking about the end, is the end near? And this is a different kind of take on the is the end near. He's not predicting. He's he's looking at what the Bible actually says. But one of the things that, um, you know, you mentioned in your book about the possibility of an asteroid bringing about apocalyptic yeah. events, is there right. any biblical reference to that actually happening? 
Oh, yes. Well, that's one of those six things. Our Lord said there will be signs in the heavens. Mm. Uh, and he talks about the, the the moon will turn red. But, you know, back then when they talked about signs in the heavens, of course, you know, the, his audience couldn't have understood all the, about the steroids and the, and, and the, uh, the uh, asteroids, sorry, and mm-hmm. the... Uh, and the galaxies and what's all the things that we know now. And and that is why I believe that we are, if we, you know, at least at the, the age where we're cl- much closer to his return than because we are aware of things that a past generation were not. Yeah. And therefore we can look at us, what the scientists are saying about uh, the galaxies colliding and this is happening and that happening and said, yeah, that's what he said back in, in Matthew 24, that's going to be taking place. We They didn't understand it then, we understand it now. And you know, so that was why I believe our generation may be, may be the generation that will see this. One of the things that the science though tells us is that the, that, that, that the universe is expanding. I mean, they can, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and that does, you know, you know, maybe in about five billion years, but does any of what science knows confirm, it's confirmed in the biblical account of the end? Because you know, there's a there's a scientific time frame, and then there's a biblical time frame. Are, sure. Do these two coincide at all? I, I don't think the universe, uh, actually I call it universes, are expanding. <laughs> it's our knowledge of the universes are expanding. God put them there to, at creation, <laughs> back in the, whenever mm-hmm. the creation took place. They all have been there. We our knowledge of them just expanding, and therefore we think, oh, then the universe is expanding. There are universes uh, in the plural, and 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 it's just our knowledge is 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 getting better and better. But which is wonderful because our God wants us to. He wants us to 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 see what He has done in the past, discover His creation, discover things that He has done, uh, planted years and years and years and years and years ago. And therefore, the the author. Remember this: Jesus was there mm-hmm. at the creation. The Bible said it is through whom and for whom all the world was created. And yeah. so, and therefore, when he is speaking, even though he was in human in his humanity, but he's never left his divinity. Never left him. And so he was speaking with knowledge about what's going to happen in the future, how it's going to happen, where and all that. So that is why I wrote the book, is the mm-hmm. near showing these things that are we seeing with our own eyes. In fact, there were just a report, uh, uh, um, I think with the Pews, I'm not sure, just two days ago, says two out of five Americans, now this is not Christians, but America, two out of five, or three out of five Americans, believe that we're living in the end times, which is very interesting statistics. I was reading through it very quickly mm-hmm. over the weekend. And well, and that's really interesting that people are even, uh, con- I mean, uh, of course, you got two thirds or not, but uh, at least one third is, is, is aware of it and maybe even anticipating it. Well, one of the things that happens, though, is that when you look around in today's world, it is very frustrating that you have such evil perpetrated perpetrated against other people. I mean, you've got yep. these murders in Idaho that have not been solved. For, I mean, just this yep. random acts of violence that seemed yep. out there, I mean, even though they say it's targeted. You've got um, much more 
mugging on the streets. Um, you yep. know, people are afraid to even ride the subways or public transportation. Oh. You've got these, you know, it, it, life is cheap for a lot of people today. And then you've got movies and TV that are have this apocalyptic kind of focus uh, yeah. of end times, and they they they're, they they seem to. It's very despondent, some of these movies. And even the Christmas movies, you know, they've got, you know, uh, what is it, um, uh, Violent Night, you know, Take Off on Silent Night, and it's, you know, fe- featuring Santa with a, an yeah. Uzi. This is really um, some very disturbing things that are happening in this world. And so this looking to for answers, I'm looking yeah. for answers to why are these things happening, and it seems as though one of the sort of answers that comes back is it must be the end times. It yes. must be the end times. I mean, do you see that as in, in terms of uh, these things giving evidence of the end times? Yes, yes. And, you know, Ronald Reagan said something. He has a lot of wise things, but one of the things he said, freedom is only a generation away. Yeah. And my goodness, we're seeing we lost of freedom all over the world. I, I just... Um, as I said, I came back from Australia, where the government of Victoria became so authoritarian, and yet it got re-elected again just this month. And 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 they lock people down. Anyone protest ended up in jail. If they leave your home five miles away from your home, you go to jail and you pay a fine. And then Canada and England and here in many parts of the United States. This author, I mean, one man, one pastor just opened the church, did not open it for worship, just went and opened the door. He'd been arrested and was in prison for six months. And so the rise of authoritarianism against Christians mostly, and then violence at the same time, and that the violent people, they kill, and then they're out on the streets the next day, whether it be California or New York. And and literally, there there, there is a... There is a uh, a, 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 not a chaos, but a, a, the, the, there is a, a mayhem there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's happening in Atlanta where I live. I mean, people get killed just gratuity and, and, and uh, gratuitous uh, in the shopping centers. Uh, a gun put to the head of a woman, get out of your car, take the car. And then after she let them have the car, they shot her anyway. Oh my and, gosh. and this is happening even in my neighborhood, which used to be safe. There is just a disrespect for life. And if you don't think, and, and I know people have different views about abortion, if you don't think that abortion and a, and a, a general disrespect for life are related, then you yeah. really don't understand the human animal, the human spirit about if you, yeah. if you dis, if, if, if the most innocent of life can be killed then yeah. then it leaves no barrier to killing anything else um exactly I, and i think those are related then you've got the added part of our life which is this sort of rampant individuality um yeah. that says i am the only authority in my life and you can't tell right. me um i'm i am the one who determines what's right or wrong not any yeah. kind of outside objective uh, standard um and i think right. that's combined with this is creating these um, these upsets in this world, this cultural kind of upheaval, and you can't get the legal system to acknowledge that because they're more interested in shutting down things like Christianity because, you know, you, you can't because that's an authority. If Christianity's true, if Jesus yeah. is who he says he is, it does change everything. Um, but in writing this book, though, you know, how has it changed or, you know, or strengthened, you know, your view of the end times? 
Oh, I I really have have become a, a, a huge believer that we are living in the end time. Once I did the study and once I looked at the world the way as it is, and I traveled the world sixty seven times, literally around the globe. So I'm, you know, I see it's not just uh, you know I'm taking something out of context. This is I'm putting it in the context of what the world we live in today. And you know, I really think it all began when the Supreme Court took out the commandments out of a, a school in Kentucky. Mm. What we did, we we just removed any boundaries, any fence of mor- morality, because the Ten Commandments, at least, whether you know among the Jews or Christians or Catholics, all of them, they're, they're boundaries. They things that kept us inside moral boundaries. Once you remove those boundaries. There is no, there is no telling uh, how far we can go, and it's it's going to get so bad that it's going to give a rise to the Antichrist. And the Antichrist, who is, is the is, Antichrist? Who I mean, when the Bible talks about the Antichrist, it talks about if you don't believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, that is the Antichrist. And it, to me, it's like anybody is the Antichrist, really. I mean, or is sure. there just one big one? Well. Uh, the Apostle John in his epistle said, you know, there are many antichrists. Yeah. And that is anybody who's against Christ is an antichrist with a small a. Mm-hmm. But the Bible talks about that beast that's going to come and rise from the sea, who's going to dominate the world. He was going to pretend that he's bringing peace. And then the next thing, he, of course, he will take over and become. Uh, I just tweeted out something very interesting, Lauren, that you would be very interested in. While our whole Western world, and some even of the non-Western world, was focused on this couple who are idle, rich, Megan and Harry. Oh. <laughs> while, while the world was focusing on them, mm-hmm. guess where she, the, the president of China was, in Saudi Arabia last week. And he was there meeting with 30 heads of states. Mm. The Prince of Saudi Arabia invited him, and they were all the Arab leaders, including my friend, President Sisi, and they were all uh, the Bahrain, Kuwait, all the Gulf, all the North Africa, they were all meeting with him, and they've signed $30 billion uh, uh, agreements just for the next year. And not only that, but but China persuaded the Arab world to buy, to, to, to take Yuan, yuan, the, the their currency uh, for oil instead of dollars, and so we're seeing this this northern <laughs> of of, of uh, uh, that the Bible talks about coming down to the south and making a a covenant with the Arab worlds, and they were all ganging against Israel, and and in that in that vein, we're seeing some of these signs that are taking place uh, that we have never seen before. I mean, here, 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 China, that imprisoning and enslaving two million Uyghur Muslims, yeah. and yet not a single word of criticism from the Muslim world, from the Arab world, and because they're making an alliance with them and economics and everything else. And so that is really the news that has slipped by most people, but it's a very important piece of news when China and 30 Arab countries or Muslim countries sign a contract to work together in defense, in aviation, in economics. Is China the Antichrist? I mean, is China sort of the spirit of the Antichrist in this world today? Because, or, And is China the, the number one entity we should be fearing? I think they're setting up the stage. 
the, the Antichrist, uh, is, I don't think will be a Chinese. I think he will be sort of an international figure. Uh, like Gavin Newsom? Be, <laughs> well, he's going to be charming. Yes, he's going to be very charming. And people are so depressed and so discouraged with crimes and, and fearful. So one comes in just like Hitler did in the past. He said, I'm going to save you. In this case, it's not going to be a Hitler type. This is going to be a charming guy. When Once people submit to him and he begins to rule the world, he will turn and become a vicious di- global dictator. Does it does it say where this Antichrist will come from? Will it be America? Will it be Canada? Will it be the Europe? D- does it? No, Bible, we don't know anything Bible, like that. Now the Bible is it, the, 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 he comes out of the sea, so whatever that is, uh, and I'm very very reluctant to speculate. Uh, that means it's just coming out of nowhere, and all of a sudden the whole world is going to be wow. You know, this man is just amazing. You know, a lot of liberals thought it was Trump, that Trump would be the Antichrist. I mean, I, I it's... No, he couldn't be. He couldn't be because he, he was too narcissistic in my judgment. Uh, <laughs> but you see, I think somebody like Obama would be and more more like it, who's charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump was not charming <laughs> because uh, Obama said, I'm a Muslim and I'm a Christian and I'm a Jewish. I mean, he, he's a, he was appealing to all. And it's going to be that type. I'm not saying Obama. F- Please understand, I'm not saying that. But with somebody like that who's charming, who appeals to all the religions and all the groups of people and said, I'm one of you. Yes, I'm one of you too, and I'm one of you too. And uh, and it's, he will mesmerize them with miraculous power. You know what uh, else? Fact, you know what else actually is happening though is that it, because it's a it's a multi prong kind of thing. You couldn't yeah. have a person charming you into this sort of, you know, he will save us or she will save us if you yeah. hadn't let go of the Christian faith in Jesus Christ. You, you really couldn't do that because now you've got a situation where the young people are growing up thinking yeah. that I decide what's right and wrong for myself, but they're depressed. I mean, suicide yeah. rates have been skyrocketing among I young people. And so now they're looking for a savior. I mean, the Bible's already said, you know, you everybody needs a savior. Yeah. But you, but the, yeah. it, the but this sort of individuality that's out there, um, yeah. this rampant individuality that says, I decide what's right and wrong for myself, is depressing. So now yeah. this Antichrist comes along and says, I can save you. This is what you need. You know, politics has sort of usurped the idea of religion. You know, yeah. it's it's if we get the right administration in in, in Washington, if the Democrats rule or if the Republicans rule or if that person rule or if the independents rule, that's going yeah. to save us. And this has been the sort of the heating water that, the you know, you, 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 you kill the frog in, you know. It's just this yeah, slow yeah, yeah, process yeah, of yeah. moving forward, you know. Well, they're going to discover that worship of self just failed them. And therefore, this man comes in with supernatural, miraculous, including faking his own death and resurrection. <laughs> so, it, I mean, that is going to be uh, literally people be glued to television saying, wow, this is our man. This is the one we want to come and rule over us because a nation after nation after nation mm-hmm. will be com- coming at his feet. And uh, whether he would be you know, part of uh, the the Israel or that he will come. And, and in fact, it says that he will basically uh, make a covenant with Israel, but mm. then he'll turn on Israel. And so here's so, a question. Here's a question, though. 
what should what should Christians do? Should they just accept this and not try to, you know, spread the gospel, you know, the Great Commission, because oh. it would thwart the end times? Um, oh, or goodness. should they, you know, just what should they do? What should they, what, is and what is the answer? Question. That's a great question, Lauren. I tell you truthfully. Because in the past, whenever there is an, a movement of anticipating the end times, uh, there was in the 1800s a movement, the Millerites, for example, mm-hmm. and I'm just giving this an example. And what they did, they put on white robes, headed for the mountain, and waited for the uh, the return of Christ. That is absolutely the wrong thing, according to Jesus, because Jesus said, "Occupy till I come," meaning be a salt and light. I tell people that at my age right now, I'm working harder and longer, and I'm giving more and I'm f- of myself and of my resources than I have ever done in all 74 years. Why? Because I believe the more I believe that we are close to the end, the more I want to serve and I want to take people to heaven with me. So at 74, I work I, I, I work 16 hours a day. Mm. Uh, and, and 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 I'm all over the world preaching the gospel. That's what the true believer is supposed to do. They give, they serve, they work. None of this business of putting on white robes, heading for the mountains, and say, "Oh well, it's going to go the dogs anyway." No, no, no. <laughs> non belief. That's non belief. Those who believe in Jesus truly as the Lord and Savior, they must be working diligently and occupying and taking every uh, thought captive in preparation for his return, not the other way around. Wow. Well, Dr. Michael Youssef, and the book is called Is the End Near? Of course, this is just your latest book. You are author of many, many, many books. I want to thank you so much for being on Lighthouse Faith Podcast. It's my pleasure. Truly my pleasure, Lauren, really. It is my pleasure as well, and thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to Lighthouse Faith Podcast. I'm Lauren Green. Have a blessed day. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.